This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 280, Legend of Zelda Roundtable. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Plumber. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers of Aliens Podcast. Welcome back to Strangers and Aliens, a podcast about science fiction, fantasy, faith, and imagination. I'm one of your hosts, Evan David, and I am joined by none of my other your usual co-hosts, but I am joined by one, two, three, four other people. And uh, this is uh, a family reunion. Well, is it a family reunion? No, not We're really. We're a family get-together. Yeah. yeah. Us two. My family <laughs> is together. My sisters are here. Corinne, you know from our previous episode. Say hi, Corinne. Hey. And my other sister, who has not appeared yet, is Lydia. What is up? And uh, then they have brought two friends with them. Lydia's is an actual friend. Yes. It's Alyssa. Say hi. Hey, guys. And uh, Corinne has brought her boyfriend. <gasps> and it's, uh, it's, uh, go ahead and say hi. Hello. My name's Brad. Brad, yes. <laughs> I completely spaced. This is my first time meeting Brad. I'm like, oh, this is really embarrassing. It's okay. <laughs> He's looking at me like, you know my name. Say my name. Well, now I'm really embarrassed. It's okay. Okay, it's well, okay. anyway, we're here to talk about Legend of Zelda. See, I, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> so we're here to talk about The Legend of Zelda, and we're going to talk about it because my two sisters are massive, gigantic Zelda fans, especially Lydia. Mm. So she's a, she's a big expert on it. So I figured, hey, this would be a good time to talk about this uh, gaming franchise. So, um, Corinne. Yes. And in general, for those of us who don't know, who are listening to the podcast, what is Legend of Zelda about? It is a fantasy video game which primarily focuses on not Zelda, but Link. Which is very confusing yes. to many people. Because yes. a lot of people assume he is Zelda. So Zelda is the princess of this land called Hyrule. And the main objective or storyline behind this is that there is this magical entity called the Triforce. And the Triforce is split up into three different powers of power, courage, and wisdom. And in every game, it follows sort of the same story arc of Link is the hero... Zelda is the princess who is usually in danger, and then Ganondorf, who is the large... Just Ganon. Or Ganon, who is the main villain. Um, and Link has to go on this journey to either prove that he has courage in the Triforce, to save Zelda, defeat Ganondorf. <laughs> and that's 
that's yeah, big summation. A lot of the main entries in the series follow that sort of stuff. There's some yep. offshoot ones yep. for like handheld systems and mm-hmm. things like that that go off the walls, weird other places. But for the most part, yeah. So, and each each one's kind of its own story, and in each one, it's not necessarily the same Link and Zelda, right? Who are uh, you know featured? So it's unclear whether or not. You know they're being reincarnated into different uh, you know eras, or if it's their descendants who are showing up, and you play as the different ones. Uh, in some of them, they do overlap, like Ocarina of Time and the Majora's Mask. Yeah. It's that's the same link, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's Wind Waker and Spirit Fair Tracks, yeah. and then one other one. Those are all the same link. Uh, I think all the originals are the same link. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, okay. Link to the past. Uh, I don't think that's true. Because we've read Lydia's book, The Hyrule Historia, which has a detailed timeline, comprehend. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it is, right there. We've got it on the timeline. phone. Yeah. So it's yeah. The, none of none of the stories, uh, or hardly any of the stories, line up perfectly. Right. right? So they have the Nintendo people are like, how do we fit all these together <laughs> in one continuity? So we, <laughs> what they've done is they have certain games that are the original timeline, and then. There's some time traveling shenanigans that happened in the Ocarina of Time, which splits the games into three separate timelines. <laughs> and so it's very confusing. You have to be looking at the chart to understand what is going on. We won't cover all of that yeah. here and now. But okay, so how many Zelda games have you played, Lydia? I have played Breath of the Wild and technically Majora's Mask with your help as well. Wind Waker. Um, I've also done Wind Waker with your help as well. Yep, Wind Waker. So okay, so three. three. Mm-hmm. Corinne, how many did you play? Played is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did have Spirit Track, so that one I can say that I've played, and I've kind of did what Lydia's done with helping you with like Wind Waker or uh, Ocarina of Time. Um, but mostly, I am the watcher, and like I help Lydia with puzzles and things like that. So, so. you live on the moon, and you watch everybody, and are sworn to never interfere. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. So which ones have you watched? Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild, Spirit Tracks, but not all the way through, so that's at least seven. Yeah. Okay. And Alyssa, how many have you played? Um, Again, play is a very loose term. I've beaten none of them, but I've played Twilight Princess... Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild, Spirit Tracks, Wind Waker. Did I already say that? I don't think so. Um, Phantom Hourglass. And I think that's about it. All right. And Brad? I have played zero Zelda games. Nice. So I did watch a little bit of Twilight Princess. Um, my roommate had the game for the Wii and played some of it while I was in college. Cool. Uh, and that's it. All right. So I have played, I think I've beaten all the ones I've played. Mm-hmm. I've beaten Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess. Wind Waker. Wind Waker mm-hmm. and Breath of the Wild. Wow. Yes. So, yeah. And they're all super fun. Uh, has anybody seen any of the TV show? Yes, I have. Uh, <laughs> is it worth watching? Um, the answer is no. The answer is no, but if you want a solid <laughs> laugh with friends and just to make fun of something, 
Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Go for it's it. It's not. It's not. It's really, really unfortunate. My nine-year-old self and my brother's fourteen-year-old self are like, "This is terrible," mm-hmm. and we didn't have much taste back then. Yeah. And then there's been a few rumored Netflix shows or movies. Yeah, that never happened. Yeah. The, the guys who did the completely CGI Ninja Turtles movie, yeah. mm-hmm. they did a mock-up of a Zelda scene that they sent to Nintendo, and they're like, "Let us make the movie." And Nintendo's like, "No." So, yeah. And then Lydia, Lydia and I have been to Symphony of Goddesses, which is oh, yeah. the, the orchestra. orchestra celebration of Legend of Zelda, which was amazing. Yeah, the cool. From all Arthur games. Yeah. All of them. Okay. So, all right. So let's talk about this. Uh, because we, we really do want to focus on the Breath of the Wild, which is, in my opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, the greatest Zelda game of them all. It's amazing. And, correct me if I'm wrong, perhaps... The greatest video game of all time. It's it's number one on my yes. list. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Brad, pretty yeah. it's pretty good. Brad, <laughs> I, I can't have an opinion because I've never played. Breath okay, but well, what's your favorite video game? And do you think Breath of the Wild could possibly top it? Uh, I don't even know if I have a favorite video game. I'll, like the video games I play aren't necessarily like the traditional video games you'd imagine when you think of something like Breath of the Wild. So like I'm, point in the click. Nancy Drew games on your uh, Not necessarily. I am okay. more in the, the competitive uh, multiplayer games. So oh, okay. Like, something like Overwatch or gotcha. Halo, which you, when we're thinking about like the best video game, I'm not really thinking of like a competitive multiplayer aspect. I'm thinking of like the best story. Okay, yeah. And something that will really draw you in. Something like a, like a Mass Effect or like Breath of the Wild. Not really like a multiplayer. There's no story. You're just kind of trying to compete with other people. Yeah. So... I, I would kind of put those in different categories if I was looking for a, a true best video game. Cool, fair enough. I get that. All right, so what is... Okay, so you already said Breath of the Wild is all our favorite, so let's mm-hmm. get that. Besides Breath of the Wild... Oh, it's not your favorite. No. What's your not. favorite? Twilight Princess. Why? Well, one, it's very nostalgic for me because it was the first video game that my brother and I beat together. Granted, he played, and I kind of helped him with the puzzles. Okay. And also, I think the story is the most beautiful. It's the most complex, and I like the darker undertones. It brings out a lot more characterization. Okay, okay. Also, it's very pretty. <laughs> it is very pretty yeah. to look at. You know, I it's been so long since I played that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I don't know. Out of the ones I've played, that'd probably be at the bottom. Really? Everyone has their own opinion. Right. Which is a wonderful thing about Legend of Zelda is that there are so many games, so we can have these conversations. Because it's good. Yeah. It's it's not a bad game. No, it's just... It's like like ranking the Star Wars movies. We like them all. Right. But some are bad or worse than others. But you'll still watch them all. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. What about you, Corinne? Out of all the ones you've watched with your omniscient powers. (laughs) (laughs) I... I still love Wind Waker. Oh, me too. Yes. Yeah. That's just, number two for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the like, art <laughs> direction was just like totally different, but it was so Because people pretty. were mad. Yeah. People were super mad. That's right. Because the la- you had two awesome games on the N64, mm-hmm. which was Ocarina of Time and, and Majora's Mask, yes. and then you had GameCube. And people were like, oh, sweet. We can finally get a higher you know, definition Zelda game. And then it's tune style. You know, right. It's like a very stylized animated mm-hmm. um, and people were so mad and then they played it and it was just awesome it was it was so good so, and that one's very different yes. than the other ones because it takes place on the ocean so in, mm-hmm. I think the scope of that one mm-hmm. is awesome because yeah. you, 
it really feels like you are on the sea. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were driving, uh, we're, we're at uh, the beach this week in Muskegon. We're on Lake Michigan. And I'm looking out and seeing the sailboats. I'm like, I remember when I did that, but I didn't. All I did was play Legend of Zelda. But it moved it re- my joystick. Yeah, but it really gives you that that feel of sailing and going mm-hmm. and discovering new islands and new yeah. places and you don't know I mean you don't know what's going to happen because like a, uh, a storm can come out of nowhere <laughs> yes. while you're on the open sea yes. pirates can attack you mm-hmm. and I I think there's like a sea monster oh yeah there's yeah. random sea monsters yeah, yeah. so yeah yep. super fun mm-hmm. okay Lydia I would probably say Breath of the Wild because that is one of like the first ones no I mean besides Breath of the Wild oh. we all know Breath of the Wild is the best one uh-huh. Except for I would say Windbreaker <laughs> too because uh, that's another one I've really like played and really love like yeah. going on the boat and traveling to different places and it's just a really fun like gameplay with like fighting styles and everything. Yeah, I I got the high definition version for my Wii U to play that yes. through and I was almost gonna beat it and then I let Ben borrow it. No. Yeah, and then a man broke into Ben's house and stole it. What? No. Wow. What? Yeah. Because they and he know left how a calling card, like he's some sort of super villain. What? He did. He left a calling card. What? A man who broke into their house and stole stuff. Oh my word! What did, what did it say? No, it was like a. I can't remember. I think it was like a book or something. Oh. That he left it that wasn't there. So like, I'm the book thief. <laughs> I switched your video game with a book. <laughs> Call me the reader. <laughs> <laughs> he stole Wind Waker because he knew how valuable it was. We stole their whole system. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, terrible. Yeah. Terrible stuff. But anyway, luckily, Ben had lent me his DuckTales game, so it was safe and sound at my house. But now Ben can't play it because he doesn't have a system anymore. Right. It's very sad. Okay, anyway. Uh, what's your third one, then, since we already talked about Wind Waker a little bit? Uh, I, would, I would say Twilight Princess because mm-hmm. of the story and also, again, the gameplay is really good and... You get to turn into a wolf. You get to be a wolf. Yes. Yeah. And Midna, the new, like, an added character. Oh, yeah. Is really cool. Okay, okay. And how the princess was also, like, represented differently, too. She wasn't really, like, in it much. Zelda? Yes. Yeah. Because you have a secret princess that's with you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That you don't know about. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about that. Okay. So I, I don't know what my third one would be. So, yeah, for me, it would be Breath of the Wild. Wind Waker, and then it's a toss-up between Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask because Ocarina of Time is the classic one. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone's it, like, it's the best. It was, <laughs> It was like, if you're talking Legend of Zelda with people who know about Legend of Zelda, if you don't say Ocarina of Time is the best, you're kind of... Exactly. Oh, yeah. They look down upon you, <laughs> you know? So, but now, now it's different because Breath of the Wild's out. But then Majora's Mask is the direct sequel to that, and I like that one a lot because of the mechanic that's in it. Because it's, if you ever wanted to play Groundhog Day as a video game, this is the game for you. Because there's three days until the moon crashes into the earth and kills everybody. And so you have to, you have to solve all these things and, and figure out how to stop it, but it's going to take more than three days. So at the end of the third day every time, you play the Song of Time and revert back to the first day. And any items you had with you, you keep with you. And then you're going to you know, try to redo stuff and, and help people out. So it's really, in, there's the side quests in that one, I think, are the most elaborate yes. Yes. of any yeah. of the Zeldas. And it's very fun. So you have, you're like your main quest. But then there's all these peoples whose lives are like ruined. And mm-hmm. you get to be Bill Murray 
and fix all of their problems <laughs> yeah. for them, you know, and repeating the day again and again, you figure out, oh, I need to do this to fix this guy's problem and this to fix this guy's problem. I have to be here at this exact time of the day, 12 midnight on the first day to stop the thief from stealing the thing from the guy so that I can give it to the girl who really needs it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not really. Giant moon face. Oh, yes. <laughs> really. That's got one of the best villains, too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Majora True. is a great villain. Um, yeah, Fierce Deity Link. Oh, yes. That he's is scary. Awesome. Yeah, he's he's scary. scary in the comic book. Yes. Because they, yeah. made, they made manga series out of... All of them. Yeah. All, most those, of the games. Yeah. I haven't seen it from Majora's Mask. Yeah, I have one for <laughs> both Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Yeah. Fierce Deity Link is scary. <laughs> um, okay, so I think... The, oh, wait, we forgot to cover Hyrule Warriors. Do you like that one? It was... It's... What, what is the style of that game that they make? It's like, Dynasty Warriors. It's Dynasty yeah. Warriors. So it's like literally just that with Legend of Zelda, which is cool, but at the same time, it's like really different. Yeah, it's super it's different. It's a bunch of it's, yeah. di- it's a Dynasty Warriors game. <laughs> exactly. So Dynasty Warriors is, if you don't know, is a game that you, you're a samurai guy and you just slay through <laughs> legions upon unending legions of enemies. It's yeah. like one, one sword strike it's taken out like ten guys, you know? Yeah. So it's a power trip. And they've done other games. They've done a Gundam version of the mm-hmm. game. Uh, but then they did the fully licensed Legend of Zelda game. Yeah, and it's fun. just the ultimate fan service yes. true. True. Oh for Zelda yeah. people. Because you can be almost every character that you want to be. I mean... In, in the best versions of every exactly. character. Yes. And so, like, so Nintendo, they don't like fan service. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we want, yeah. a, we want a classic Mario... Uh, 64 style game they're like too bad you're getting this <laughs> you know you're getting Mario Galaxy or you're getting we, want, we just want a Star Fox 64 remake they're like okay here it is high definition Star Fox 64 remake but with new innovative horrible controls that will ruin the game <laughs> they, so they they are not big on fan service but this other studio is like we are doing the fan service because yes, we are the yes. people who want the fan service so yes, that's it was pretty fun. I mean, even the villain of Hyrule Warriors was a major fangirl. Yeah, true. Of Link. Oh really? Yeah, a little, little bit of a stalker. Yeah. Bit, <laughs> that's so, fine. So we also but, forgot Skyward Sword. Yeah, I was wondering. I no one, one mentioned okay. Skyward Sword. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's the one that? I didn't play because I think that came out while I was traveling on the road. Okay. I didn't have a Wii or anything. So. Twenty fifth anniversary. Know how much I want to give away then? I've read the synopsis. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, it's I like that one for the fact that it is like the prequel. Like, yeah. yeah. Or it's, the prologue. It's the very origin yes. of all the yes, major elements. Of how it started and who, I guess you see like the entities behind like the villain and the, the hero from the beginning. So I like I liked that. Because right. I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. And the, what is it? the chemistry between Link and Zelda. Yes, that is really right. cool More. because they are best friends since childhood and mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, they're gonna kiss and then she pushes him off a statue. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that yeah. destroyed my brother and I. We were so mad. We were like, finally! Why? Because that's the thing. Leg- no Zelda and Link answer. never get together. No. And there's barely any romance no. between no. them. No, that was by far the most romantic. That yes. one, and then Breath of the Wild comes close. And yes, yes. Two. yes. And I like the Breath of the Wild one. Yes. yes. Uh, all right, so without further ado, well, let's talk about Breath of the Wild real quick because okay. this yes. is the newest one. This is the one that people might pick up to play if they're going to get into it because exactly. we've said it's the best game. So without spoilers, okay. Okay. why is it the best game 
and why do you recommend it to people? Why don't you explain first? And do you recommend it to non-gamers? Yes. Like, to play for the, like, the first time yeah. kind of thing. I think it's really good because of the tutorials that they give you where, like, they tell you how to play as you, like, move along. Mm-hmm. Like, if you pick up a stick, they'll be like, hey, use this button to use. Like, they do that in most games, too. Yeah. But it's like, each button has a certain thing and you don't use it like multiple times for multiple reasons. So I think it's a really good game to start out with. The scope of the game is massive. Yeah, it's gigantic. I, it is the <laughs> largest open world video game map ever. Yep. Yes. So it has the record currently. That mm-hmm. seems really scary, but the beginning you're only you have a set area that you can't really go too far. Yeah. But once you get mm-hmm. past that then you can explore and exploring is the best part of the game. Oh, yeah. You can That's explore so anywhere yeah. you want. You can go anywhere you want even if you're not supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> like so yeah. So you can go to the final boss exactly. immediately. Immediately. If you you'll die. To, you won't be destroyed. <laughs> you but you can. can. Yeah, but you want, if you can, you want to. So and I've heard people say Hyrule is the main character of that game. Mm. Like, like the land yeah. is yeah. because yeah, it's really featured hev- I mean it's just beautiful like mm-hmm. usually in video games you're like okay I can you know I'll make pretend I can't see the barriers you know and you're looking around yeah. like okay well I can't go over there but then you go over that mountain and there's just infinitely more world to exactly. explore you know so it's I mean if you want to play I mean I guess you could play if you want an open world Lord of the Rings game you could play uh, what do you call it Shadow of Mordor mm-hmm. which is actually Lord of the Rings but I mean this is just pretty it's, it's, it's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. One thing that I found... Oh, sorry. Good. <laughs> One thing that I found really interesting about Breath of the Wild is that many open-world concept games are like, yeah, it's open-world, woohoo, I can do whatever I want, but really there's not much to do. Where in Breath of the Wild, you spend hours and hours and hours at a time in one little tiny section of the map completing everything... If you and then, want. Then if you want, then you go somewhere else, come back, and there's still more stuff to do there. Or you there's... can play like Lydia. Yes. And just, <laughs> just do the main objectives and leave. <laughs> I don't do side quests till later. <laughs> I know people, if people like side quests, this is the game oh, for yeah. you. Yes. They have a million side quests, but if you're like me, who doesn't particularly want to do all of the... There's a little girl quests. who wants to plant that garden, Lydia, and you need to take time to figure out why the crops aren't growing, okay? If you want to do the main thing, you can do that too, and it's still fun and still you can explore but you can also do the side quests if you want to do the side quests you can build your own house yes, yes you, you can. can you can build your own town yes so it's pretty yeah. cool yeah. and if it's not hard enough for you there's also master mode master mode master mode and if you just don't care about anything that's going on you don't care about the people nope. you don't care about the saving the world from the <laughs> darkness you can just take wildlife pictures oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and selfies yeah, <laughs> you can also burn everything with fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it is super fun. Yes. So okay, now also, this is a I think it's a a consummate uh, Legend of Zelda story. So it's got yes. like mm-hmm. it almost has every kind of story element you want from all the other Legend of Zelda games yep. smushed into this one. Well. Yeah, yeah, very well done. And for the first time, it has voice acting. Yes. Which Zelda games have never had before. It's always... <laughs> the only... You know, you push in a button and you're reading text, and the only person who's talking is the fairy who's saying, Hey! Hey! 
Or you hear like a laugh from Ganondorf. Listen! Yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> so now we actually have voice actors. They picked the perfect voice oh, actress yeah. for Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Great. Really good. Um, so it's, it's just a fantastic game on all levels, not just as a Zelda game, but as a story game. And then, you know, it, it, I mean, like you have IGN who is the, mm. you know, they're, they're the gaming review people. Mm-hmm. And they're very hard to impress. They've given really good games like 8s, you know. They gave this a perfect 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. You know, it is fantastic. Fantastic. Perfect. So if you have the opportunity to play it all the way through, take the opportunity. It is mm-hmm. great. And uh, so now we're going to get into spoiler territory. So if you don't want to get spoiled on all, all the fun things we're going to talk about and the story details and whatever... Stop listening, go play the game, or, you know, watch somebody play through it on YouTube or something. <laughs> uh, I highly recommend playing it, though. Yeah. Because like yeah, we said, you can fun. just do whatever you want. Exactly. So, and we're going to talk about some of that yeah, after the spoiler organ is played. Because there are, like, there's ways that the game would prefer you to do things, but you can just be like, nah. <laughs> I'm cheating. If you like cooking, you can cook all the live long day. Oh yes, oh, yes. yes. There's so many. Collect recipes. all the food. Cook. Come up with a new yeah. recipe. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So here's a spoiler, Oregon. We're playing it now. Spoilers. 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 Okay. Spoiler time. What do you like about this game? Everything. Everything? Yes. Well, one thing that I found really impressive about it is because no Zelda game has been an open-world concept before. The closest thing has been Wind Waker. Yeah. Even then, you get to the island, and it's very linear. But with this game, it's open-world, and if you only played Zelda, you're like, okay, what on earth do I do? Yeah, how how do they do a Zelda game that's open-world? Link has no memory. So you are just as confused as he is. Therefore, you're exploring everything with him, and that makes it a lot more personable of a game. So finding the memories, finding new towns, helping people, discovering the entire story, you're like, I'm literally doing it. And it's this really special connection that I think a lot of games have kind of lost. Just a connection with you and the protagonist. That's why he was Mm -hmm. named Link. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... uh... Nothing the friend I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, we were talking about like, like side quests and stuff. They have it, like, all laid out for you. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah. if you forget, because you have so many side quests, if you're like, man, I really want to help this guy over here. I forgot where I'm supposed to be. You can look on the menu, and it tells you where you got your information or what you're supposed to do. And mm-hmm. so I find it really, really helpful. And the main okay. objectives as well. I liked, I really, one thing I say over and over about this game is that for me, it was very much like a combination of Legend of Zelda and Studio Ghibli. Yeah. And it, rem- it reminded me very much of like it because of the world and the combination <laughs> of kind of, of technology with fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I really liked that aspect of it with the uh, the Guardians. I think those are, those are what those are <laughs> called. Yeah, because you, you wake up. Yeah. And you, it, you're in a post-apocalyptic world. Right. But it's post-apocalyptic in that... The a hundred years before you, you had advanced medieval technology, mm-hmm. and now you just have regular medieval technology. So everything that is you know was before there's like castles covered in moss and abandoned for years, but you go inside and they're like super advanced, yeah. you know, tech. And all of the divine beasts yeah. are Ooh, giant 
machines. Yeah. Yes. So cool. Yeah. So, so cool. yeah, it definitely has a Studio Ghibli vibe. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. sure. So, I mean, even the music, where it's more heavily piano and yeah. kind of mystic, and I'm just like, ooh, it's so cool. Yeah. The music the was very yeah. different, I found. Yes. yes. Well, most of the time, there's not even music playing. No, yeah. It's just yeah. the sounds of nature. And then mm-hmm. sometimes you hear like one piano note every now and again, and then and then a piano note and it's very interesting and then the bad guys show up and then yeah I mean on every level that this game can be excellent it is excellent exactly yeah okay so we've talked about how good it is and why it's that good so what are your favorite things that you did in the game um one of my favorite aspects is when you fight the uh villains monsters whatever you have this option where you can time it correctly and backflip or side jump and then you have this point where it's called like a flurry rush yes. and you can just smack them as much as you want and as fast as it's you want. In slow motion. In slow it's motion. It's, it's amazing. Like, it's awesome to do. Um, I, love, I just love the story of Zelda. Yeah. And they made her less of yes. just the princess and she was like okay yes I'm the princess but I want I want to be the hero yeah I want to be able and to and her dad's like no sword. you are not the hero right this guy's the hero yeah. because <laughs> the sword chose him and she's like I don't accept that I did all the study and the research and the training mm-hmm. I am the wasp he is Ant-Man <laughs> and <laughs> he does not deserve to hold that sword or wear that suit exactly you know and which is great because Never before in a Zelda game have you had Zelda hate Link. Oh, right. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, hates, she, she does not, not like him. Like yeah. <laughs> Stop following me. Right. Which, is, which is one of my favorite types of love stories because mm-hmm. they do come together at the mm-hmm. end and she's like, oh, King, I kind of like you. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, this kingdom's going to need a king. What did everyone <laughs> think? What did everyone think of the lack of a Ganondorf? Well, like, there was no human like entity. Right, and that's nothing new. Right. In the old Zelda games, it was just Ganon. Right. And he is uh, a giant pig monster. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, this one, he's like a spirit calamity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it, it explained it in the game because in each other game, you have Ganon is being reincarnated yes. as these either a new Ganon pig monster or a Ganondorf himself. And so this time it said he just, the evil spirit behind it all, he foregoes the reincarnation part and just decides to be, so this is the the actual essence of Ganon that you're fighting. And that also refers back to the Skyward Sword. Yeah. Ganon. Demise. Demise, thank you. Mm -hmm. And he, at the end, he looks kind of like a combination of, like, a Super Saiyan 3 Goku, yeah. um, but also very, like, flowy and uh, calamity-like. Purple. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You fight him like, this, like, alternate hair. dimension. It's just, like, ridiculous, so. Okay. But, yeah, that was also reminiscent of that. Right. Because so. Ganondorf is just a front. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Because at the end, when you kill him, he sheds his skin and turns into yeah, pig monster, monster game. <laughs> so. But just... Sorry. No, it's okay. I was just saying, I thought that was interesting. Because, I mean, I like the character of Ganondorf. Me too. Because it's... Well, he's awesome in Wind Waker. Yes. That's the oh, best yes. game. Yes. yes. He's just killing people. He's great. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's like but touching back on what you said about Skyward Sword and Demise is mm-hmm. that when you defeat Demise, he puts a curse on you and on Zelda and on himself saying, we will forever be reincarnated until I win, basically. So that's why Ganon keeps coming back mm-hmm. and Zelda keeps coming back. Link. Mm-hmm. Like, I will so. haunt you forever. You're never going to win, kind of. And I think the Calamity Ganon is just, as you mentioned, 
the Ganon that's just so fed up, he's like, I'm done reincarnating. I'm just going to come back in my full force of power. Yeah, and does... So in each game, you never kill Ganon. No. You no. always seal him away right. into yeah. another dimension or a prison of some kind. And then, for some reason, you know, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of years later, either the seal is broken or it wears off, and, or they don't explain it. And right. He just comes back, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they never kill him. So, But in this one, did it say they sealed him, or is he obliterated in this one? Because you shoot him in, like, the weak spot with the light arrows. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he just evaporates into nothing or whatever. Yeah. So. I'm not sure. I don't know. Hopefully he's dead. Hopefully. Forever. But I doubt it. I really right. liked the champions in this. Yes. Yes. Like how they did each the character. The four champions. The four champions yes. for each device. They actually did give Link a love interest. Yes. yes. That was the Zelda. That was the Zora girl. Mika. Yeah, because yeah. in the... Ocarina of Time, the Zora girl has a crush on Link. Well, who doesn't have a crush on Link? Right. <laughs> Except for Zelda. <laughs> yes. So, but she has a massive crush. She thinks they're engaged or married or whatever, the Zora girl. Yes. yes. So now in this one, they actually have mutual affection. Mm-hmm. Except, forget you, Link. You can't ever be happy because your girlfriend's dead. Yep. Yep. And yeah. then I like their predecessors also, how yes. their characters were also So Mika shown. has her younger brother Sidon, mm-hmm. comes and helps you and is the best encourager yeah. of the game. Best encourager. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I and, loved their, yeah. all of the stories, like going to all of the cutscenes. It was a movie. It was so good mm-hmm. um, of showing like their the relationship between them before mm-hmm. and then how much they're either their siblings are like them or you know whoever's next in the line of species that it is so yeah. the dlc is definitely worth downloading yes yes it is there are more cutscenes mm-hmm. and a lot more explain what a dlc is downloadable content thank you you mm-hmm. can get for <laughs> breath of the wild yeah. nice yes all right so some of my favorite moments in the game playing it mm-hmm. was when we get to gerudo town if you know anything about Legend of Zelda, yes. the Gerudos are, they're, they're the Themyscira of yes. mm-hmm. Zelda. They, mm-hmm. They're all female society, no men allowed. Uh, and so, Super and they, strong. Yeah, and there's like, yeah, they're the Amazons, okay? Yeah. yeah Except they, they, you know, they expand upon this a little bit, because it's always like, okay, so how do you have children? children? Yeah. yeah. Well, because and there's only a Gerudo male born every hundred years, yeah. right? And that's where Ganondorf came from yeah. originally yeah. in our, our period of time. Mm-hmm. And so they explain how that's possible, and they they are allowed to go out of the tribe and get married, mm-hmm. and their husband has to stay <laughs> out there, <laughs> you know? And they come back and have the kid, and it's always a girl, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. who, who grows up in the Gerudo thing, and unless it's Ganondorf or whoever so but anyway we get there and you're trying to sneak in there I'm like okay there's two options for this one we're gonna have to do the sneaky thing which they sometimes have us do mm-hmm. which they did have us do eventually or you are going to cross dress and I, I was just like I'm calling it now cross dressing is happening and I was right <laughs> so funny which it's just a very funny part of the game where you have to and they're not like these girls aren't wearing dresses okay they're wearing oh, like no. Bikinis and Arab pants, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, so I knew that was gonna have to happen. So that was fu- that was the funny part of the game. And then the my other favorite part was there's this tower that you have to go up to because in each region of the game you have to climb a big tower and 
put your thing in there, and then you get the the map. Right. You know, yes. You the this, yeah. And so there's one tower that's on top of a castle, surrounded by the toughest enemies in the entire game. I hate that tower yes. so much. So I was, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm at this point in the game. There's, I haven't figured out how to kill these things yet. Like right. I haven't even figured out how to kill them. So <laughs> I'm not gonna do this. So what I do is, I get to the top of Ma- Mount Doom or Death Mountain, Death. Yes. that's what it's called. Yeah. And it's that's the tallest point in the game. And I get my gliding thing. And I get my all of the stamina food mm-hmm. that I can get so I can hold on to the glidey thing longer. <laughs> and I jump off that thing, and I'm flying for like five minutes. No! <laughs> five minutes down to the tower. I land perfectly on top of it. Put you my, land on the tower. Yeah, absolutely. Genius. It's a direct angle right to there. And this is the example of you can yeah. kind of cheat in this game. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. all of it. Like, forget this. I'm to. not doing this. Nope. Uh, that's brilliant. How'd you get into uh, Ganon's castle? Ooh, that's a good question. I did kind of go towards the front and then realized that was way too difficult and decided to go towards the side, which there is a secret entrance on the left side yep. of the castle. Yeah, that's so that's how I got in and then just fought my way through and eventually got to the top. I also just like... Did you go around. in the basement and get the Hylian shield? Yeah. Yes, I yeah. did. Yep. That was cool. That is definitely worth finding, people. Yes, Don't it find is. The it's Hylian very shield. helpful. It's in the castle. So another thing that I love was all the mysteries you can discover mm-hmm. because yes. the world is so big and they've just jam-packed it full of random junk that yeah. you're like, this has nothing to do with anything, but it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so like one day I'm walking on top of this mountain and everything starts getting all misty, right? And I'm like, why is everything getting all misty? And I look around and then there's like the spirit elk thing yes. from uh, oh, from right. Princess Mononoke <laughs> with a bunch of spirit bunnies. And I'm like, what is this? It's like, I've never seen this before. Yeah. And so I took a picture of it. When you take a picture of it with your iPhone, you get, because <laughs> Link has an iPhone. In he does. Yeah. And so you take a picture of it and it tells you what the creature is that you're looking at. And it's like the elder guardian of the forest or whatever that only appears at certain times. Yeah. And you have to be at just the right place at just the right time. So it was like really cool. And then there's random dragons yes. that show up, you know, you're like, what is that? I've never seen that before. <laughs> and then yes. the horrid lion centaur. Ooh, lion oh, lionels. Yep. No, yes. thank you. That They're kill so you on sight. <laughs> yeah. Yep. One no, shot no, kills, no. watch out. <laughs> yeah. So many creatures. Yeah. Like, and then and like nobody tells you about them. No. You just find them yourself. So it's super cool. It's just a great fun adventure. Have you played Master Mode? No. So if you find Breath of the Wild and like you for some reason decide, you know what, it's not hard enough. Let's <laughs> do master mode. So when you first wake up, you see, you know, see anything, but there are monsters everywhere, more monsters, and they're all higher level. Mm. So they can one shot you whenever they feel like it with well, a bow and arrow, and it's fantastic. It yeah, so if originally there's a red macoblin, then it's gonna be a blue, blue one, one, and blue mm-hmm. ones will be black, mm. which are almost impossible. Yeah. And Ugh. then you'll find Lionels more often. Yes. Like, like there was one by the Temple of Time, and I was like, yeah, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and they're flying around. They have a little platform that mm-hmm. they fly around on. They'll shoot you from those two. Well, they also give you a lot of, like, different ways you can beat the bad guys. Oh, yeah. So you, mm-hmm. you can, there's, like, camps of, <laughs> yes. like, basically they're orcs. There's camps of them around the different uh, places. And so you can, you know, go up and use your awesome sword skills and fight them all. Or... You can do other stuff like 
uh, blow up, you know, shoot a shoot a bomb arrow over there, and mm-hmm. they just all blow up, or shoot a fire arrow at the bomb they're sitting next to, and it blows up. Or you can lure other stuff over to them, <laughs> so then they fight them. You know, there's just it, the AI is very great. Also. Yes, mm-hmm. you have infinite bombs you can just throw. Yeah, yeah. I really liked the Rito tribe. The Rudo tribe. Rudo yeah. tribe. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, the bird people, which I think is also nostalgic of Wind Waker. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think they appear. Do they appear in any other? Nope. Not to mind. Well, they might appear in some of the mm, other Wind ones. Waker. No, I think they're no. just in the Wind Waker stuff. I yeah. think they're new. Great. I could be wrong. Yeah. Or they? Yeah. So I I liked that a lot. The, mm-hmm. And always they're reminiscent and bring, as you said, they brought everything, almost everything from every other Zelda game, and smushed it into the. Uh, Breath of the Wild. So you had the Rudo tribe and the Gerudo and the Zoras and the rock people. So I also love the transportation in this game, which is horses. And yes. The difficulty, depending on how wild they are, of trying to get Yes, yeah, so you have to break the horses. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, which is very realistic in some sense. Um, you can also ride a bear. Yes, you can, you can ride a bear and a deer. And the Lord of the Mountain you were talking about earlier. Oh, can you? Yes, you can. Oh, and if neat. you try to um, I got one. bring it to a stable, <laughs> they're like, this isn't a horse. What is this? You can't turn it in. <laughs> yeah, I tried doing that when I, because there's skeleton people who ride the skeleton horses. Oh, yes. I bet I'm yes. one of those. Yeah, you can knock them off and steal their skeleton horse. And if you take a horse to a stable, it's your horse. So I tried taking the... Skeleton there, and he's like, "That's a monster! You can't, we can't have that here." Yep. <laughs> so. Oh, the one critique of Breath of the Wild. <gasps> there is no critiques, Corinne. You can't pet the dog. You cannot pet the dog. <laughs> that is so infuriating because so they'll sit people. there and they'll start wagging their tail and looking at you, and then they'll start chasing their tail and walking around you, and there's no pet button. What makes it worse is that in the DLC. In one of the um, flashbacks, one of the memories you find, <laughs> Zelda is petting a dog. Yep. And you're like, <laughs> you jerks. You're rubbing it in our faces. Oh. <laughs> well, all right. Anybody got anything else to say before we wrap up here? If you're short on money, hit the bunny things. They yes. will drop money. If you shoot the bunnies, they'll drop money. Sad. The blue glowing bunnies. Oh. They won't yeah. die. They'll no, they won't die. Oh, they'll just give you money. Give you money. And yeah. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Get the Thunder Helm. Yes. 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 Because if you, <laughs> so if you're walking around in a in a storm comes because you're carrying all this metal, lightning will strike yes. you. So you have to <laughs> and, and like destroy you. So when a storm comes, you have to like drop all of your metal stuff or hide it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you know you could lose it. If but if you have the Thunder Helm, you can get struck by lightning as much as you want. Yeah, you're and fine. It won't hurt you. So. Definitely worth getting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lydia. Get the Thunder Helm. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to do all this stuff, but to get the Thunder Helm, you have to complete all these side quests. Which is not much for a change. All right. So, obviously, we recommend the game. If you would like to, uh, if you play it and you have some comments for us, send us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you about it. And uh, yeah. Have a good day. I can't see Ben always closes the podcast nah. in a certain way, but he won't let me do it. Oh. Because if I try to do it, he'll just chop it off and put himself on the <laughs> same. Uh. 
So thank you for listening to Strangers and Aliens yes, podcast. And may God quickly move you on the path of righteousness. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> hey, it's Evan, and I'm back real quick just to talk a little bit about the spiritual applications we could take away from Legend of Zelda because we totally forgot to talk about that in the roundtable discussion. I even, it crossed my mind and I was like, okay, that's the next thing. And then somebody else said something and I totally lost track of it. So uh, I just wanted to to touch on that really quick because there are some cool spiritual uh, analogies we could pull from it. Um, Obviously, if you just take it at face value, it's really pretty far from uh christianity uh because you know there's there's three goddesses there's magic all over the place you're uh you know using other things to get rid of evil you know but if you look past that and just take it as a you know an allegory or whatever kind of like lord of the rings i think you can pull out some really uh cool stuff obviously there is the whole good versus evil element but not just good versus evil it's light versus darkness and you see again and again, no matter how big or powerful the darkness becomes, uh, it just takes a little bit of light to vanquish it. Um, no matter what uh, giant monster you're fighting, if you have the light arrows or you have empowered the master sword with the power of light um, from the gods, uh, you can take out the most powerful enemies with a couple of hits. Um, and so that, that's a running theme throughout the entire thing. You, you'll find light, uh, conquers the darkness, uh, the light shown in the darkness and the, and the darkness could not overcome it. Uh, some other things, uh, are, we mentioned briefly in the episode about how, uh, when they defeat Ganon and they defeat evil and they, uh, they don't kill it, they don't obliterate it, but they seal it away. Um, and that's just a mechanic of that universe, but it kind of reminds me of, you know, our sanctification process. Like maybe if you have an addiction to something or a a sin that you're just really trying, you know, to get over with the help of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes if we don't stay on top of it, um, the sin will, will relapse. It'll come back, uh, and it'll take us unaware. And that's what Ganon is doing every, every, uh, entry that he appears in they've sealed him away he's been gone for hundreds of years but when people's guards are down when the hero disappears or when the protection wears off he resurfaces and reconquers hyrule or reasserts his evil and so you know the bible talks about be careful when you say that you're standing firm lest you fall you know don't be overconfident you know trust in the lord you need to stay on top of this stuff and stay abiding with him or else uh, that power is not going to be in your life and the sin could come back. Uh, let's see, what else? There's another great one in Majora's Mask, which is one of my favorite ones, where this innocent kid, they call him the Skull Kid. I don't know why they call him the Skull Kid, because he's kind of like a living scarecrow. Anyway, he uh, he's lonely. His four friends, his best friends, have gone away. He's, he's a lonely kid. He, he gets into mischief. And he comes across this mask salesman, and he beats him up and takes a mask that he thinks is interesting. But the mask that he took is uh, an evil, evil mask, and it's, it has a demon uh, basically sealed inside of it. And <clears throat> he puts it on, 
and basically that mask takes him over and uh, begins wreaking all sorts of havoc across the world, and that's what Link has to stop. And so that that's something also, you know, it's like with David and Bathsheba. David was not where he was supposed to be. He's supposed to be out with his army. It's in the time of year when kings go out to war, but he's just lounging around his palace. And when he was, you know, where he was not supposed to be, doing what he's not supposed to be doing, that's when he fell into probably his greatest sin episode uh, recorded of his life, where it just plunged his life and the lives of others into <clears throat> ruin. And so... That's that's something the Skull Kid, you know, he's isolated, he's alone, he's not thinking clearly, and he is um, into things he's not supposed to be into, just, you know, mischief and petty theft, but then because he was doing that, it snowballed quickly, and now he is possessed by an ancient evil force and about to destroy the world. So, we probably won't have to come up, uh, come against that particular situation in our own lives but uh, it's a good it's also a good analogy you know and and there's there's tons of other ones uh you can make the master sword you know the sword of the spirit it's the one powerful weapon the sword of evil's bane they call it you know and that's uh the word of god is the weapon that god has given us to fight the powers of darkness there's there's all sorts of stuff you can just really dive in but those are the ones that really just stick out uh to me so, The Legend of Zelda, it's a great game series, and if you're looking, uh, you're paying attention, you can find some really cool parallels to the Christian walk and the Christian life mirrored in that fantasy. So, I hope you will check it out if you haven't already, and I hope if you do love it and you've never thought about some of these spiritual things before, maybe you'll look at it with some new eyes. Okay, so now, I'm really closing off. May God bless you and speed you along the way of righteousness. Goodbye. been listening to the strangers and aliens podcast hosted by ben avery evan david steve mcbanner and dr jason neal our music was composed and mixed by tim lethel we'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com where you'll find show notes articles reviews and more you can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. Once again, thanks for listening.